You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. Maya. I see everything that you are. I always have. Joining us uh, tonight, uh, welcome to our uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what I'm doing is one of the <laughs> key things that we're going to be talking about tonight, which is trying to act while signing at the same time. And what I have proven conclusively is that it's a lot fucking harder than it looks. <laughs> welcome sure. to the periodic table of awesome. That is unfortunately all the Auslan I know. Um, anyone else? Anyone got any? No, you stole my... Uh, no, thank you. That's it. You, yeah. Uh, you stole my bullshit. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. And I do know that you just... Oh, clapped. and I think this is hungry? <laughs> I believe so, yes. This is me yeah. cheering. <laughs> I, I was very impressed that hello is literally just hello. You know, I was like, good. I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, yeah. Hi, welcome to the show, uh, and welcome to this uh, very interesting episode all about the new show on Disney Plus. But it's not actually that new. Echo. Don't know none of that. New enough. No audio jokes at all can be held at any point during this. And uh, oh. beware googling just uh, Echo TV uh, because you might get a few different results that uh, are not a Marvel television show. Uh, called Echo, you might get a few Christian conservative news channels or oh, really? <laughs> other things. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be a little bit Echo, Echo Chamber TV? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Thank you. That's a good one. Because um, yes. I must admit, when I tried to put the word Echo into our tags on um, Twitch here, no, nah, didn't like them. Yeah. That's oh. Echo, Echo is a no-no tag. And I was like, oh. I, don't, I wonder what that's about. Yeah, it's a dirty word. Let's not go down that particular rabbit hole, shall we? We shall stick very firmly in the 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 lane of the Marvel, uh, not even a TV series. It has been codified as a mini series. So it's technically a spotlight, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, Marvel spotlight. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of like what was the Werewolf by Night one. Marvel Spotlight. That had a different name again. That was yeah. like a, a special presentation. So it's like yeah. they've, they've got these things and they're like, we don't know what the fuck it is. Give it a new name. Yeah, but is that not very much like the publishing end of Marvel Comics where they're just like, I don't know if this is going to work. What is it? Three-issue limited run. You know. What are we calling it? Spotlight. Yeah, expanded short story from the back of a uh, of the Thor annual nineteen eighty four, which didn't feature Thor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're quite common. They do that. Like I feel like there's a big green tick somewhere at Marvel. Where they're like approved. <laughs> <laughs> Content says yes. <laughs> Want to do about something about a character that nobody's ever heard about? Cool, <laughs> approved. Off you go. Sure. <laughs> you can't do it any damage. 
That's always my favourite thing about Neil Gaiman when he was working for DC. Like, they said to him, what do you want? You can have anything you want. And he said, I want to work on Black Orchid. And I went, what's Black Hawk Kid? <laughs> <laughs> now, Black Orchid. Yeah, we, we don't have anything called Black Hawk Kid. So, yeah. Anyway, I hope that's that a totally different company. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about here? We're talking about the Marvel sort of thing. Adjacent sorry. to the Hawkeye slash Daredevil slash Defenders slash... Oh, it's getting muddier and muddier as we go. Mm. Um, mm. But it does feature Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. And yes. Charlie Cox, briefly. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't even call that a spoiler because, like, it's pretty well up front. Yeah. Doesn't though. <laughs> or have I just accidentally fucked it up and and did I go straight to spoiler territory straight away? Well, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I mean, yeah, but it is a bit of a spoiler. But then comparatively, I don't know. What do you want it him to say? It was in that? some of the commercials. Right. Okay. Well, we can say what a spoiler is these days. Some people are so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Right. So uh, I'm going to use that one in the future. I think, oh, come on. Stop being so sensitive about spoilers. <laughs> what, I'm even scared. Do, what do you even mean these days? Yeah, what do you mean these days? What are you talking about that like that? Why would you say a thing like that anyway? Um, so, what did where are we at with our echo? How do we how do we feel coming into this? Look, I, I I enjoyed the character in what I think of as the Kate Bishop series. Um <laughs> Hawkeye. Yes. I, I I can't say that I was like super excited, you know, to, like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, Echo's coming out soon. Um, but I, I did remember kind of enjoying the character, was a bit curious um, to where they would go with something like this. Um, low expectations is always a nice place to be, I find, going into something like this. Mm. As you know, I have uh, absolutely zero understanding of the character's backstory and how it relates to the actual comic world, which sometimes can also be helpful for the enjoyability of the series, I find. To be completely honest, I don't think it actually mattered here at all. Um, like, I, I, there was so little kind of referencing or, or you know, intentional kind of layering of... of comic book stuff and the character hasn't been around that long so uh like i don't feel like there was a huge amount of uh expectation i mean if anything perhaps a bit of antipathy you know a lot of people kind of going eh, not a character i'm particularly into so well i don't know i mean it's mm -hmm. i only i only say this because it's interesting that they've added a native american character into the marvel universe in this way without having to go down the dreaded m word route um which we can't say yet until it mutants mutant is the, the oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right like, i mean <laughs> i was like what there, person starts with M, I'm like, <laughs> there's quite there's quite a few native american mutants in the marvel universe there just wasn't like native american superheroes in the marvel universe so this one was just kind of like hmm how can we get a piece of that demographic in to everything that we're doing now how about this one and you know Sure. Oh, we also got Kahori from uh, What mm. If. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that, that that was a really great sort of starting point. And little segue, the voice actor that voiced Kahori is in Echo. Oh, she does? Are they? Yes. Oh. That's super cool. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. It... She plays, uh, plays um, fuck, her name's not Echo. It's not Alakwa either. What's her name in the show? Maya. Fire's best friend, the the firefighter. Oh, uh, Bonnie. Yes, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's really really cool. Because like, yeah. I I, th I think there was that thing there for a while where it was like okay, and and I I gotta say I do feel like there's a thing that Marvel has done in in the last 
I don't know, a couple of years, is looking at particular diaspora or demographics and saying, let's tell a story there. Let's mm. find something to do in that place. And we've had, you know, the Chinese-American diaspora with uh, Shang-Chi. We've had... And we've we've had whatever Black Widow was, you know, is this the film for women? Oh, oh no. <laughs> women TM. <laughs> yeah, yes. This is the woman's film. Oh, um, God. Yeah. And then we get a whole bunch of other ones. That, that, you know, I, I feel like they did Black Panther and went, that worked so well. Yeah. Let's find a way to try and tell stories that expand on other cultures and hopefully let people into other cultures. Um, so there's a part of me that feels like this was was perhaps always on the cards, mm -hmm. somewhere along the line. Um, but I guess the question is, did it work? I enjoyed the series. Like, it was short and sweet, but um, I didn't find it boring or dull. I thought the first episode was a bit jarring with all of the back and forth and crossing over trying to rehash, you know, where we've saw Maya before this series and try to make it feel cohesive and in context it was a bit messy. But once we got past that and we got to learn about the other characters in her life and the people that she knows and what's like going on now, um, I, I liked the little story. I had a good time. I think it has that that thing of being um it, it felt very much like elements of the the netflix series like mm -hmm. that kind of very grounded very kind of street levelly kind of story um yeah. with some mystical um alien sparkly stuff <laughs> but it also had some of the elements of the netflix things that i i felt like ah uh, are we going to drag things out longer than we have to <laughs> and I, I could totally feel that in another in another time at a different um, studio, this would have been nine episodes long, and it would have had a really fucking flabby middle, mm. and it would have felt really dragged out. But then had some really great, you know, bits to each episode. So I felt like it was it was really nice to have it happening at a pace that the story demanded. Yeah. Pete, I saw you nodding um, during the the stuff about the first episode. Uh no, no. I might not. I think the pacing. Um, you, you're kind of right on that one because I've yeah, you know, haven't had like an excellent time in terms of my availability to pay attention to things. And when you guys told me it was only a five episode series, I was like, I think I can do that. And it's kind of nice to have a story. Um, that isn't that is quite personal um and that is allowed to exist in the time that it exists in the instead of trying to add bells and whistles to 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 stretch it out like i i thought even though i was still a strong for me to watch it in my current state um I, i'd like to see more of that is that because being as long as the story demands as opposed to as mm. long as the the antiquated ideas of broadcast slots demand. As is it was it difficult to watch because uh of the commitment to watching it required from it? Because it is like as uh, I know that Jill had forewarned me prior mm -hmm. to me watching this is like it is not a dual screener uh you will no. have to pay attention i was like okay fine and then i was like oh i really did have to pay attention to that because yeah uh, a lot of the subtlety stuff is uh is going to be missed on you if you try to like wait who who said who said what no one said anything oh shit yeah, yeah. But a lot of the subtlety but also a lot of just the the dialogue like yeah great swathes of this is is um fully in American Sign Language, um, depending on who's doing the speaking, sometimes they'll they'll verbalise at the same time, but in a lot of cases they won't. And uh, I had the shitty situation where, for whatever reason, 
my subtitles weren't working particularly well. <laughs> so it was a very difficult situation where I was like, I am picking up probably 70% of what's being said and then missing bits. Um, and yeah, that's because I what couldn't pedal fast enough to make my internet work. <sighs> Sorry. Well, well, you'll have to try it's harder like, next. It seems like a real accessibility issue if like the subtitles aren't working under certain conditions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it I, seems, I did have like a moment a... where I thought this would be super annoying if I was somebody who needed these. Yeah. Um, yeah. To the point where I was like, should I just go and find something with hard-coded subs in it? You know, and if, you know, I'm struggling with Disney Plus to do that and I'm thinking of going and finding another way of watching it, that's not good. But anyway, that's a different thing. Well, maybe that's a good example of, uh, you know, accessibility for all these things, which is what what, what this series was able to give to us by creating a character that required those things uh, but also making that character really kick ass in a sense because there were some really good fight scenes in this uh, show that you made use of a lot of different little bits and pieces that I thought that's cool because, you know, part of the character's uh, makeup is that they have uh, the missing a leg. Um, and using that in the show was great. It's like, oh, well, yep, this person is a brawler and uh, they're going to use that thing that uh, everyone else would consider a liability to, as an advantage. It's great. Yeah, I thought that was so cool, the way she used her, her leg as a weapon, and it, like, got me doing the, the metaphysical physics again of, like, could I do that with my own leg or would it break? <laughs> <laughs> like, could I fling it back and then smack someone with my foot or would yeah. I break my tarsal or whatever? <laughs> Oh, not yeah, it, it had some really cool stuff. I also realised that we haven't given a synopsis for this at all. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> do that. Yeah, sorry. To, to everybody who's listening and goes, I have no idea what this fucking show is about. I'm oh, very right. sorry. Hey, did we, you, we have, have you practised all your American Sign Language of the synopsis, Quinny? Uh, <laughs> no. And, and um, my question I, is... I don't, want to, I don't want to use a shit accent yeah. here either. <laughs> what <laughs> shit no. accent? Can you, what if you give um, me uh, Mel Brooks from Blazing Saddles? Vaguely <laughs> Jewish. Yeah. Remember, he did play the Indian chief. Oh, God. Oh, me, God. me, no, no, yeah, no. no. The more I think about no. it, even the, the idea of attempting Not a even. bad accent at this point is a big no from me. Do it like the Kingpin um, then. Sorry? Do it like Kingpin. Like swallow your lines and then like whisper them out. <laughs> uh, still a okay. <laughs> Do I have a background music? Is it, is it, is yes, there is background music. Still after the events of Hawkeye, Echo follows Maya Lopez from the streets of New York City. Back to her hometown of Tomahawk, Oklahoma. As she searches for a way to crush Wilson Fisk's powerful crime ring and remake it in her own image. <laughs> yeah, you know how accurate that is. <laughs> I'll also, give it a what for. I also like how you got up, up close and personal with everyone <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but also I was trying to get closer to the mic. Sorry about that. that was also yeah. me trying to be the kingpin. I'm just. Yeah. I, I have no. Oh I, shit! I should have been wearing a suit for this. Fucking yeah. yeah. As as I have <laughs> as I have actually finally just noticed that the, uh, the the music that I have playing underneath, which goes out in the podcast very well successfully and everything's fine, does not come through this stream. So unfortunately, you're missing a little bit of context there. But there was some cool oh. music from the show, <laughs> which was some Native American singing behind it, which was great. Yeah. Anyway, yes. excellent. Listen to right, the podcast cool. to get the full experience. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm really annoyed I didn't think to have a white suit on call. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm the the kingpin that you get from Wish. Um, <laughs> the kingpin <laughs> that we have at home. Yeah. Yeah. I call him, I call him mini pin. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. I'm changing my name. I'm now the Queenpin. <laughs> Queenpin. <laughs> you should have changed your name. I there like you it. go. The Queen oh, Pin. my God. Perfect. That's, that's yeah, yeah. who I am from now on. Yeah, all you've got to know wow. is you, you, you have your, uh, you have your uh, Halloween costume ready for the rest of your life. Oh, my yeah. God, I really do. <laughs> I'll just walk around in a white suit with blood splattered up one side of me. And just refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> who's gonna and play, a hammer. Who, yes. Who's going to play Daredevil then? Who is the Daredevil? Who is the Matt Murdock to your kingpin? You, Dion. Of course. Oh. <laughs> no. Do you, know, do you know how much alcohol I'll have to drink to go blind? No, should I? <laughs> Nessa to your quinpin? Oh. <laughs> oh, Nessa. Come, have dinner with me. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're getting Actually, a little you, bit off, off topic his, here. His hmm? offsider's name? Wesley or whatever? I know he's dead, but you know. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> it was. Oh, yes. Well, you know, hmm. it looks. Uh, all, all I'm saying is, like, if, if I'm going to get back to the uh, the, the Echo series, uh, there was only one mm. thing that I missed with uh, mm. the the whole thing about Echo was when we were having a lot of backstory and explanation about how she got to be this enforcer for the Kingpin. I missed that uh, we didn't get to see a tracksuit mafia origin story. Oh. Because, bro... They were, <laughs> bro, bro, they were the best thing about the Hawkeye, bro. <laughs> it's just, just throw did, away people. I did enjoy the fact that they at least referenced them. Like the fact that yeah. Maya's dad a couple of times, I was like, hang on, he's wearing the fucking tracksuit. Nice. That's it. nice, nice callback, nice um, continuation there. Yes. But yes. Um, okay. So it appears that this is um, getting review bombed. Um, oh. Oh. Would it possibly be getting review bombed? Peter, but why? It's a female-led. Could have triggered. Yeah, that, a female-led superhero outing uh, that happens to be with a person of color. So of course, nobody's going to fucking want to watch it. Also, with disabilities. You know, let's just just whack a couple of extra things on there just to make sure that the woke police are sitting there going, oh, that makes me so angry, but I'm not triggered. I'm not triggered because that's only lefties that get triggered, but I'm so angry. Oh, oh stop playing into their narrative, Quinny. There's no such thing as wokeness. There's no such thing as triggering. Mm. Oh. I think just... this is kind of one of these situations where if you feel like, I mean, outside of the extremely obvious misogyny and far-right bullshit that makes somebody see anybody who is not exactly like them and get angry. Um, it, I think, speaks a little bit to maybe the expectations that people have when they watch a superhero thing um, as opposed to, you know, the storytelling possibilities that actually exist within that genre because what i enjoyed about this wasn't necessarily necessarily the superhero stuff and it wasn't even necessarily the stuff that connected me to the other things that i know about the universe what i enjoyed about it was the the human story the personal story the the you know the being able to see like a full series which is, is not unheard of. I've certainly seen it in the past, but where so many people are actually speaking in ASL, um, mm. you know, those were the things that I kind of liked about the series because it was a little bit different to what I'd seen before and because, you know, it let me kind of connect to a, a character arc and, and you know, decide if I, you know, was attached to or, or liked certain characters. The, the, the superhero stuff to me is is very secondary to whether mm. I'm enjoying um, all of that kind of thing. Um, but if you're can... kind of going into this thinking, oh, but I like Daredevil, and mm. why isn't it Daredevil? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I like Daredevil. It's almost like somebody took Daredevil away from me when nobody actually has taken Daredevil away from you. Um, I then think you're going to start really... having a problem. 
Yeah, the really special thing about a series like this is that it is bringing these stories and showing them to people that might not go out and seek that elsewhere. Because, I mean, we're all quite mature, grown-up people that like a broad variety of topics. I'm sure we would all, like, go... (laughs) ...or a person and, like, choose to watch something like that and enjoy a film with that story being told. But to cleverly market a character like that to people that might not go and branch out and experience the world (laughs) because they love the little superhero hovel. Uh, Yeah, hopefully uh, the people that aren't review bombing it are watching it and and getting up for it. I feel like it's also nice if you are feeling quite fatigued from the Marvel onslaught um that you know these kinds of things that are able to kind of sit outside and feel a little bit standalone um don't to me add to that fatigue necessarily um yeah i mean i had a lot of trouble with um secret invasion and loki season two and after seeing those and i was like either of those why are we still making this TV if it's just going to be garbage? Mm. Uh, so knowing that Echo was coming and I really had high hopes for it to just be a nice little show, and it was. So, the, the, yeah. The, the worry <laughs> I had with it was that uh, Echo had had a pretty troubled um, uh, de- de- development. Um, mm. They'd gone back, they'd had to do quite a lot of reshoots. It hadn't... Okay. Yeah, it hadn't been running smoothly. So I think a lot of people were very concerned that it was like, oh, shit, is this going to be a train wreck? Mm. Um, And, you know, dropping back and only having five episodes, I think people were like, oh, fuck, hang on. this Is is this something that, you know, Marvel is basically burying? Um, So there was a lot of trepidation from people about it. Um, But then, as you say, after Loki season two and... And um, Secret Invasion, it's like, well, anything's up. Um, and I, I actually, like, Loki Season 2 is a fucking mess. I think it's got a really great ending, but it doesn't forgive it being shit for most of the rest of the time. Um, Secret Invasion can't even claim that. <laughs> um, so this is is a really delight much like the marvels was this is a delightful mm. return to form this is yeah. like okay let's just tell a good story yeah my it's interesting you mentioned the the superhero-y stuff because that's actually my biggest problem with it mm. um i i thought the um the magical superpower stuff was probably the least interesting part of the show <laughs> i mean the the fact that it was coming from the you know the ancestral kind of um stuff of of those people is great but the the fact that it had to be glowing magical hand wavy superpowers eh. yeah like i would have still bought the the series if it didn't have the glowing hands at the end i still would have thought it was a a told story you know a complete thing you know without having to do the the hand powers like yeah yeah didn't even need it didn't even need it no and and honestly there are a few times where I was like this is taking me away from the the story that I feel like what it was meant to be telling which is the story of Maya and revenge like but everyone has to have a power (laughs) that's that's part of the thing. You've got to have a Except power. Except Torkard? Yeah, he has got a... Yeah, but... He has the power no. of, of love. It's like uncanny <laughs> accuracy. But, like, Batman has no superpowers. His superpower is wealth. like Batman? Oh, <laughs> damn it. His superpower is money. <laughs> you know, there are plenty of, like, rich anyway, billionaires. without getting... Without, yeah, going without getting kind of... Too spoilery about you know yeah. where 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 we kind of end up going with all of that kind of thing. I, I mm. do agree. I I didn't you know hate it, but I didn't kind of need it. Um, mm. It did 
a little bit though make me interested to see if they would take this character further or if she is going to turn up now in some of the ensemble um, pieces coming up. I, I I do really like the character. Like I have read kind of mixed feelings on um, Maya and, um, uh, you know, how well we kind of connect with her. I loved in Hawkeye and in this, particularly the beginning, how she just kind of oozes attitude just mm. she doesn't even like need to say anything she she just oozes attitude i liked that this gave her you know a, a, a real backstory and a real arc and it actually even though i was kind of a little bit apathetic you know to begin with it actually made me much more interested in that character uh and in potentially seeing more from her um, and now I think I might be a little bit sad if, if this is all we end up getting. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't it's, think it'll be all we end up getting. I'm, I'm pretty sure that we will see her again. Like, if, I mean, if nothing else, we've got a, a series of Daredevil coming soon yeah. that um, we'll have, you know, Wilson Fisk in there. So there is as good a reason as any to reintroduce her into that. Remember, remember too. Don't worry. To uh, this is else, this is still part of the Phase Five TV shows, and this is only the fourth TV bit out of ten that we're getting so far. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? I've really lost track of all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a bit of a kind of like, oh yeah, wait, oh okay. There's still a lot more other things that we're getting supposed to be getting. Uh, which don't have release dates mm. yet. So, you know, I'd like to keep their options open. Um, mm. I think depending on how things go. Yeah, I would love to see more of the character. Like, I think where she ends up at the end of the series um, is going to make for a, a good leaping off point to telling more stories. And plus um, if they can do yeah. more, like, fight scenes between Charlie Cox's Daredevil and Maya, like they did in the <sighs> opening episode, which was great. That was a yeah. great fucking fight scene. It just made me want to see more Daredevil, which yeah. is bad, isn't it? Look, like, when when the most excited I got was when uh, Maddie jumps through the window. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh, that's all we get. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like it was a real nice. It was real nice to see the Daredevil who is at the point where he's like, oh no, I'm very comfortable being Daredevil, and I have the baton and the the wire and all that kind of shit. And a, a fight choreographer who is comfortable using all of that stuff, but then giving him somebody superpowered enough to go up against. Like yeah. at that stage, you know, Maya isn't fully, you know, superpowered. She's just seriously fucking badass. And that fight, <laughs> it does have the problem of setting the bar very high early on. Um, yeah. Because then the rest of the series, you, you're just like, Let's get back to that. Let's get back to that level of choreography. And uh, well, still good, but not as good. I mean, I'm just looking forward to. I want to see John Bern Bernthal's Punisher come back in, and he and Matt Murdock beating each other up would be great. Yeah, we're getting a bit off track, so I'm getting a bit off track there. Um, yeah, should we do a, a rating and then a quick clip, and then come back and talk any spoilery things? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. I'm going to go first. Then fuck it. I'm going to give it a seventy. There you so. go. I just like it was hard to connect with. It had a lot of like things. Like I I liked what it was doing. It was doing something interesting, but I think it was ultimately flawed by making it all about Kingpin. And I think you nailed it there, Quinny, in the ticker by just going the most days of our lives return of a character who was quite clearly <laughs> dead. Uh, of yes. all time and I was like you know what it could have just been a really good story about Maya going back after that and dealing with issues within her hometown and not having to have a mystical sort of connection and other things and you know maybe taking over from where Wilson Fisk's big hole was does that make sense? Jill you have to I, mean, I can tell oh my god yeah. Yeah, it's D'Onofrio's big hole. Uh, 
And I also think it was absolutely criminal that they held her like costume right out to the end and you don't it's kind of like the Smallville thing. It's like, here's the costume, not doing anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, does she even like need a costume? Does she really no. have a costume in the comic? Like no, I don't know. I don't even I know that she is... is she a comic character? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Dude, she you're... was created by David Mack and Jimmy Palmiotti. Like, well, um, I can't say yeah. no to the Mac. And, and yeah, and and shout out to David Mac, who, when we posted uh, our, our tile, um, gave it the big thumbs up for using his artwork. Yay! Um, he was a lovely guy. We met him a he long time. He still is a lovely him. guy. He's a lovely yeah, guy. Yeah, so he, well, I can't say that for a fact because it's been 12 years since we've met him. People change. Exactly. <laughs> he may be a terrible person now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, all right. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to write this show. Uh, I think my just my safe score at the moment is 80 because, like, I didn't hate it, but I, I liked the show. I enjoyed uh, learning more about Maya. I liked um, seeing where she came from, um, you know, what her, her life was like before we met her in Hawkeye. It was it was nice to have a little self-contained thing. The fights were great and but I'm like, do we have to rely on having a known character to like build the series around in somebody like Kingpin to get people to watch it? Mm. So that's kind of disappointing. But you know, we're getting there. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I've actually never liked Kingpin as a character. I, I don't find him to be a particularly engaging uh, villain. I wasn't at all impressed when he appeared again um, and became a you know major part of what was happening. Um, but I do hesitate to kind of downrate this series on the basis of a mediocre man um, <laughs> because I feel like you could literally lift him out and I still would have got something out of um, the story um, and the character development from Maya. Uh, but I completely agree with both of you. I, I just I wish that Kingpin hadn't had anything to do with it and that we hadn't seen him again. And, you know, I he's just, he's, he's boring. He's a boring, boring villain. He's, he's like the avatar of people who are review bombing this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was definitely something to be said by their interaction at the end, or I think what they were attempting to say or achieve by that, which we'll kind of talk about after, um, whether or not it was successful, I don't know, but I, I, I kind of appreciate if they're going to bring a character like that back, that they are that they have kind of tried to do something a little bit interesting in his um you know in in that major moment of confrontation between them that also kind of shows how she progressed since the same moment in in Hawkeye um having long-windedly said all of that for me it's sitting at a 75 because I I haven't been in a good headspace to watch it but Given that I'm in a terrible headspace, the fact that I kind of still got stuff out of it uh, and it's kind of increased my interest in the character, um, despite, you know, not necessarily being perfect storytelling all the way through. Um, and just also that it's nice to see always some positive representation that is being done well. And I always like feel like that deserves extra points so that more people can see them so that the representation continues mm. um but that's that's how i landed on 75. a good answer i agree very much with the representation thing seeing clips of premieres and stuff like that where alakwa is talking to um like a little deaf girl um and going yeah this is this is for you or seeing native american people and and seeing the amount of involvement that the choctaw nation had in um this whole process the fact that they were you know intrinsically involved in telling the whole story i thought was fucking cool that kind of attention to detail and desire to make representation and, and 
diversity, not lip service, but actually mm -hmm. saying, okay, well, if we're going to do a Native American character, let's choose an actual group of people. Let's not make them, you know, um, generic Indians, you know, mm -hmm. let's choose an actual nation. Let's get them involved. Let's say, we want to help you tell this story. How can we make it better? Can we include your people? Can we include your your ways? You know, the 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 power, not the power, what's it called? The um was it a power? The dance. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, all of that. That was that was an actual event that they filmed. Like uh, that they said, can we film amongst you? And they were dancers from all around the place who were using their actual costumes and everything. That kind of stuff is just shit hot to me. I think that's beautiful. Particularly if they've been appropriately financially compensated for the use of their intellectual property. One would hope so, but I don't know. One would hope so. I mean, the director is also Native American and um, there seems to be some goodwill certainly uh, around the series so yeah mm. well don't forget also uh, speaking of the director of being native american also an australian connection with katrona uh, mckenzie she is a first nations australian who is also mm. a director uh, yeah. of this a... yeah so that's kind of cool. cool isn't it we have, it we have a direct like, australia um, has a direct relation to it lovely <laughs> I, I come at it from a slightly different perspective. I know that there's a lot of dislike for D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Um, I actually thought he was a really good foil here because he got to be the person who was saying, I know you, you're, you know, he got to be the shitty average white man. Um, mm. And you needed somebody who knew her, somebody who had controlled her, and thought that, you know, he was going to be in control of her for a long time for her to be able to um, fight back against that. I don't think another villain could have had quite the same level of, of emotional kind of oomph to say, no, fuck you. I've already killed you once. I'm happy to kill you again um, or destroy you in a different way. Um, that's, that's my take on it. I also loved the fact that she uh is given a uh a, the um what you've got the lens the um high lens oh, okay. oh the contact lens. Oh, yeah. contact lens thank you the contact lens that does this amazing thing but then makes a choice around that too and you're like yeah the these things like I, I can't imagine another villain that would have those levels of attemptive control for her to be able to say no to. Um, so if you, you may well, you hate him, but that is the point. Well. Um, and for me, it's an 80. Uh, I thought it was <laughs> very well shot, very well put together. Um, some uh, wonderfully uh, dislikable characters, like some villains that you're just like, you're a dick and it's, entertaining watching you die um <laughs> yes and yeah some other bits that i was like eh, uh, wouldn't necessarily have gone that way but okay but it's short and that's good yes also there's yeah, only well, th there's only one kingpin quinny and you and i both know that it's uh michael clark duncan oh oh <laughs> do has got nothing on duncan <laughs> it's true it's so true. Uh, All right, so let's have a clippity-doodah. Uh, clippity-doodah! To your final lesson. Final? Yes. Well, we'll still have our... our Sunday evening dinners. But your tutelage has come to an end. You're ready. For what? To move from the... Theoretical to the practical. You and I, we are the only ones we can trust. That's your final lesson. You're dismissed. 
coercive control. <laughs> just just regular coercive control. I should put the spoiler thing up. Uh, all right, spoilers are up. There we go. Hit me. Right. Any spoilers you want to talk about? Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh, oh, I mean, it is a, a, a major flex to like know and be close to a deaf person from when they are a child and not bother learning sign language. <laughs> it like that, you know, kind of like you didn't care enough to even learn sign language at the end was a, yeah. Um, yeah. a, a, a good summary of their relationship. I love yeah. also the, the arrogance. He would rather spend millions of dollars on technology to allow her to understand him mm. rather than for him to take the time to actually fucking learn. And that's kind that, of the yeah. good the good explanation of that Kingpin character, as you were saying. He doesn't do, like, he, he has done no work on himself in his entire representation on screen. Like, he is not becoming a better person. He's just... No, and I think, like, that revelation at the end of like her trying to use her powers to change him this is a character that is never going to change uh yeah. it just feels like a losing battle it is but it is an interesting thing that what happens if you take away uh a core trauma or you you mm. heal a core trauma from somebody who is driven by trauma what do they yeah. become then um mm. maybe you'll become interesting yeah oh. <laughs> Rare. Well, the reason he's not interesting is because the character lacks that light and shade. Um, you know, this is one of those kind of very one-note villains that um, is just evil and nothing. Um, maybe, you know, taking away what he has used to power that evil um, while continuing to be evil will create an interesting character. Maybe I'll stop being extremely bored every time he's involved in anything. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Not that I think it's badly performed or anything like that, just as a as a character, as a villain. He just he doesn't do it for me. Which is fair. And it's That's also interesting enough. because so many people are like, he is the villain that, that Marvel needs because Marvel has always had a real villain problem. Like, Or do they just have problematic they're, villains? They're villains... Uh, and I was like, is he? Is he the answer to everything? I don't think so. No, he's not. And threatening and like higher stakes antagonist in the Daredevil series in, on Netflix than we have seen him now, like mm. uh, in Hawkeye and in this. It just feels like so low threat now. Yeah. Mm. And, I mean, this is part yeah. of the thing. I mean, like, I had, like, horrible nightmares um, watching the first season of Jessica, Jessica Jones, like, completely mm -hmm. ruined David Tennant for me. Like, I found him to be a terrifying, terrifying villain. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, a, a, a big guy who does evil things and makes evil orders and is strong, I guess. Um you see, this is they need to import. They need to import the Shadow King out of Legion, and put the Shadow King in as a villain because he is quite literally as a psychic parasite that can inhabit anyone. So they can just plug that villain into any character and go, "Oh, that was a thrall of the Shadow King," um, you know, and. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You just good you way to get out of a lot of plots as well. Yeah, plug yeah, and play. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like this person <laughs> turned evil because for all of the Shadow King. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, for all of the Shadow King. Um, and and also like the Shadow King is creepy as fuck. Like you know, because mm -hmm. inside you could just do psychic damage to everyone. It's like a mind flayer. Yeah, yeah. there's crossing <laughs> the streams. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think David Tennant was an amazing villain, and and yeah. Worked because it was, it, it it was a threat on so many levels. It was physical, but it was also mm. mental, and it was like all of those things. And yeah, then so often and and see... more in line with how a sociopath behaves in real life as well. Yeah, um, you know, somebody who is you know charismatic and and um, uh, more um, what's the word able to hide 
what they are um, is is to me terrifying. Mm. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. And I'm glad that there are no more villains like that because I'd have to stop watching the shows. I'd have too many nightmares. <laughs> well, we're all just a good villain, but bad for mental health. We're all, we're all just yeah. pass, we're, we're all just passing time until Mephisto is finally announced. <laughs> I feel Mephisto. like that's never going to be a thing now. No, I hope so. Yeah. yeah, who else are they going to bring back? They, can, they we don't have any good villains. Ultron's been and gone. Kang's finished. Uh, is he? Well, is he? Is he? Oh, so many things. Kill, yeah, that's just it. Killmonger um, was a great Thanos villain. is gone. Yeah. All those things. Like, uh, where, the, where's your next big bat? Doctor Doom, honestly. Yeah. We've got to get yeah. Doom in. Um, yeah. Oh, I had someone the other day fan cast Mads Mikkelsen. I'm like, fucking sign me up. <laughs> It'd be great and you don't have to show his face so nobody will forget that he was in um, uh, Daddy Doctor Mads already. Daddy Doctor Doom. Like, give yeah. it to me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. a few, a few, a few close-ups of the eyes and ma- majority voice work. Fine. He doesn't even have yeah. to get dressed up. He's like, yeah, no worries. I don't have to work yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, if he, he can Pedro Pascal it, like just have a dude in a suit and he just does the voices. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's about it. We've had Magneto. We've had all the other ex villains, uh, apart from Mister Sinister or Dark Beast. And that's just genetic mm. manipulation, so that's fun. We got a tease of Mr. Sinister at the end of it X-Men Orange's Wolverine, was it? Oh, shit, was oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Little diamond sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I know, yeah. Pete's just sitting I mean, there going, who the fuck are all of these people you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I have so much work to do and they're talking yeah. about stupid characters that I don't know about. We're still under time, Pete. We've got eight minutes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think they should bring in on. Oh, I mean, I, I'm actually very excited for them to bring in some more of the X-Men stuff so that they yeah. can have a whole new, you know, cavalcade of villains. Yeah, um, true. But, you Ooh, know, Nimrod's a good suggestion. Oh, yes. Yeah, Nim- Nimrod's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Or uh, yeah, like, hey, <clears> kind of need the the Sentinels before we do Nimrod. <sighs> yeah, we kind of need that. I mean, like, you know, just do Extinction Agenda, you cowards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter is doing her interested face, and we very yeah, very much appreciate. Well, that. we should wrap this meeting um, up Peter- a bit early and give you some of your time back. Uh, well, before we get into yeah. the no, no, no. Are there any, anything... Dion is real villain in this meeting. <laughs> I was going to have to get you um, to go ahead and come any... in on the weekend to finish this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's saying, this podcast could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been, wow. could have been, could have been a newsletter. I have to admit, like, sometimes when there's, like, when we're having a chat about something that's, like, we're all kind of, like... Yeah, this was fine. Like, it's much more fun to talk about something that we all like, are like, creaming our jocks over or absolutely hated. Like, you know, something that's kind of like, oh, yeah, that was enjoyable. Like, check it out. It's it's not quite as fun as this was the worst thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Next month, we all have something we can't wait to shit can on this podcast. And, uh, what is it? Because oh, I don't even. Web comes out next month. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! I can't wait to get my teeth sunk into that piece of shit. It's Morbin time again. It's Morbin time. Oh is my it, god! It's it Madden be... Morbin time. Yeah, Madden Morbin. Oh, yeah, yes, Casper. Of course, we're reviewing that. It looks like ten pounds Fuck of shit yeah. in a five pan bar. Come on, we I haven't um, even, I haven't even seen Aquaman two yet. Jesus. Give me a minute. And I look forward to hearing you all have no real strong opinions about that at all. Because yeah. it's just, it's it's the entire EU ending with a... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get it. drunk and talk um, about it. But yes, we should do a drunk cinema for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. mean, it's essentially the same as what he did to make the film. So, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Do we all have to get? There, there is a lot of drinking of Guinness. Do we all have to get back in the same room together to podcast record a podcast? I mean, Jesus, no, that's weird. Now, now it feels strange. Enough, we've done that. I think it'd be lovely. I'd yeah. like to 
you know, spend time with you all in a actual room. Oh. <sighs> yes, I know. I'm sorry. I'll wash my mouth out. It's not very COVID um, safe. Is there, there anything about the show, about Echo, that we need to cover, like, in terms of uh, spoilery stuff that was good, spoilery stuff that bad? Personally, I thought, and this is just my thing, um, very deep spoilery, when she gets her glowy hand powers, mm. I was like, eh. When she gave the glowy hand powers to her family, I was like, eh? And I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I get... didn't give them to her family. They already had them, I, I know. As as women in that line, they had them. Yeah. It just felt so deus exy and not well like, I don't know, it felt like it needed a little bit more. Oh, and sorry to be really picky, the sequence where they did uh, the ancestor who was in the black and white film. Oh, that um, one, yeah. The light horse was, one. Yeah. Um, where it was all being done with um, silent movie style with uh, the the plates saying what was being said and everything. I was... Like, okay, that's that's interesting. And I was really annoyed that they couldn't stick with it. Like, if you're gonna stick do a do a bit, do a bit, but that one felt like it was like, oh, we're gonna do a bit, we're gonna edge off the bit because it's not working. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just say this edge is awkward? Off. This is not funny. We can't have gunshots that mean anything if you just go bang on screen. It just no, just everybody go home. Go home, sorry. Okay. I mean, that didn't bother me that much, but I can I can see in hindsight how that is a little bit bothersome. Yeah, like if you're going to commit to a bit, commit to a bit. Um, mm. I didn't hate the glowy superpower fight bit and her ability to to share or awaken or connect with um, her her family members in order to do that. It did feel like just a giant excuse to have a cool fight scene um, with, like, kick-ass women. And, like, every so often it's like, you know what, give me the excuse for that because I wanted to see it. Sure. At least it wasn't as bad yeah. as Secret Invasion fight scene at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was really terrible. And I, it was I a little didn't, bit I mean, I didn't like, watch past the first episode of Secret Invasion, so it was, I will never it was, understand any It was a little bit Shazam, like, no, you all have the power too. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, great. It's just like one of those like Thor things where it's kind of like, if you could do this the whole time, why did you not just do it at the beginning? Because they weren't Just worthy. give all of the children power at the beginning. <laughs> Thanks. That sounds, that sounds like a here, guys. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> At least in this instance, you're like, oh, she just figured this out. That's why this is happening now, even if it is still bloated with the butt wires. Um, how, yeah. did, how did everyone feel? Quickly? At least it's not the butt wire of like, why didn't you do this before? Uh, quick, quick, quick thing uh, before we go. Uh, what, what did everyone think about the, oh, my God, Wilson Fisk is going to go and run for mayor of New York City? Dun, dun, dun. Um, um, did you miss that mid-credit cool. post-sequence thing? Now he's I mean, I have... love the idea of he being the next Trump avatar in the Marvel universe. Yes, I think that's that's the most interesting thing for that. Only if they put him if in a it was already him... It was already a comic storyline, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, part, of the, so. part yeah, of the yeah. Daredevil thing where Wilson Fisk un, like basically becomes mayor and uh, unmasks Matt Murdock as Daredevil. And then yeah, proceeds- which I think is the storyline for the next season of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look, he's so, hoping that we get a bit of She Hulk back in the Daredevil born again, but like, won't won't hold my, won't hold that one close. I would really yeah. love to see more She Hulk. Unfortunately, um, Tatiana Maslany has actually said that uh, they blew their budget on that one, and they're probably never going to get another one. And I'm very sad about that. They blew their budget and they couldn't even fork out enough money for the CG. So, I mean, hmm. how's that for a hyperbole? Yeah. Maybe the budget wasn't high enough. I, exactly. I agree. Exactly. When I've got a friend that is uh, working at ILM right now and complaining that she's not getting paid correctly, you know, being denied promotions, they don't want to pay overtime, they give you time in lieu and then they don't want to honour it because it's too much overtime and... 
it's a real fucking shit mess <laughs> within these uh, computer graphic companies. He's like, the means of sure the next. The there's big too much work and there's not enough people to do the work. So it, the deadlines are ridiculous. Yeah. And um, and the next big <laughs> union movement we're going to see, I think, is going to be FX, like workers, VFX workers and so forth. Yeah, um, they work 12-hour days and weekends and they don't get paid their overtime and then they get told, oh, you can take it time in lieu. And then they're like, oh, I'm sorry, that's too much time in lieu. So mm. we don't want to do it. Jesus, that sounds familiar. Anyway, industrial yeah. relations reform anyway. on the next episode of the periodic table <laughs> of awesome, uh, which we would love to do all that because, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's a shit situation. You should go to union. Yes. Oh, my God. Hmm. Uh, complicated factors. Um, yes. But what are we doing next week? Doing that's a documentary right. next week. It is. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like tap. Uh, it's, yeah. about, it's about a boy. Um, isn't it? Well, who? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's the it's a documentary called The Boy Who Lived, which is, uh, funnily enough, if you are worried about um, the uh, connection to Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling and all those things, um, then uh, you need not worry too much because this is about a, a person who worked on one of the films, and as far as I'm aware, it actually has very little connection to the Rowling estate at all. Yeah. Like, there is no financial. It has a lot to do with. Uh, with Daniel Radcliffe, uh, but nothing to do with the Rowling estate. Yes. Yay. So it should be interesting. Um, and then, you know, we'll have to start wondering about what the fuck we're going to do for February. I mean, I think we've we? played our hand a little bit and said what one of them we're doing is. Well, I'm it's going to... a bit of Argyle in there. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go visit indeed. Uncle Argyle. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's Morbin time. <laughs> and I think I think Peter's way overdue for a selection for us, to be honest. Absolutely. <laughs> Peter's choice. <laughs> On Golden Pond 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're back for revenge. Well, we do have the uh we do have the uh musical Mean Girls uh film out at the moment, which I have to admit I am curious to see. Um not necessarily with huge expectations, but definitely curious to see. Why, why are you hurting me so here, Peter? <laughs> I have watched the Broadway one in the comfort of my own home, and I won't tell you how unless you DM me. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I now actually have context for the movie, so I'm quite excited to go and see it. Awesome. I'm not going to say anything but DM me. <laughs> <laughs> Just slide on into my DM. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, um, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because, as we all know about me, I love a good fucking musical. Um, <laughs> I'm always down for a, for a bit of a sing song. Uh, mm. And uh, we'll take a brief moment of silence uh, for Schmigadoon, um, oh, yeah. which has been cancelled and will not be getting a third season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I even watched... though all of the music is already written for the third season, which blows Fuck, I hope they at least released that somewhere. I. <laughs> I watched um, Timmy's a Wonka last night. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I like. I, Quinny, if, they're mickles and they exist. Oh right, they are. No, no. So do you oh, mean no, the, they, the the Schmigadoon version of the songs? Oh, oh I see. Sorry, <laughs> which <laughs> which would be difficult without story context. I have to say. Yeah, probably. But at the same time, I, I I would love it if somebody were to go, oh well, look, hey, we wrote all of them. Here's the sh the sheet music. If you want to do it, do it. I mean, not holding my breath on that. <laughs> oh There's God. There's a um, campaign to save our flag means death as well. So if anybody wants to go, hopefully they can shop around season three to another network. Be nice. Uh, would be very nice. Why can't we just um, get them both together and do our flag mean schmigadoon? Our schmigger flag. We can also uh, shout out to Elskandorga for Dune the musical or schmigadoon. <laughs> no, Brigadune. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. My, I misread. Um, and we do know that Timothy Chalamet can <laughs> sing and dance. So, um, what? Because Timmy's a wonker. 
Yes. Um, did you, you did you say you watched Timmy's a Wonka? Yeah, I said Timmy's a Wonka. <laughs> Timmy's a Wonka. <laughs> yeah, I did watch that. I was I was plussed and really? also nonplussed. I watched it twice and thoroughly enjoyed it. Fuck! You must have got more out of it than okay. I did. Jesus. I had a lot of fun with it. I found it indomitably charming. Really? Well, it's, it's no, it's no, it's no Paddington Two. It's no Paddington Two. Do some watching. Yes. Oof, Maybe we just need to have a big old musical fest again, Pete. Um, I think. I think maybe we need to just lock that one in. Yes. Right. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will see you next week. Um, let's go and raid somebody, shall we? Shall we go and raid the barge? The barge? Oh. Yeah, go raid the barge. Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.